when people don't accept your dyslexia it's really hard because they don't understand you yes it's hard to understand dyslexia but you can try to understand that hey everyone and welcome back to another episode of a little bit of everything with me and i am your host angelica this is a podcast that talks about a little bit of everything so sit back and enjoy the show Welcome back to another episode of A Little Bit of Everything with me. Today, my guest is a dyslexia influencer. Her name is Norda. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Uh, I'm doing today fine. Thank you for having me and I'm really happy to be here. Thank you so much. Well, thank you so much, Norda, for being here because, you know, I've been following you on Instagram for quite some time and you've built an amazing community and can you please introduce yourself to my listeners? Uh, thank you for so nice words. I hope that your listeners will understand me. I won't say before that my English is not so good. I learned my English and I will continue to learn and improve my English. But uh, now I'm my English is rusty. I'm not so good. But yes, um, my name is uh, Norda and uh, I have an Instagram account, uh, Norda Dyslexia Global. And uh, my mission on my Instagram account is to be and uh, be emotional support for every dyslexic person. And uh, my goal is that dyslexia become accepted in our society as normal condition. We are different, we learn uh, in different way and that is totally fine. And yes, that is for me really important to um, teach people what dyslexia is, yes. So and important. In short, yes. Yeah, no, I really love it. And for those who don't know, you know, I have dyslexia myself. I was diagnosed in, uh, grade one in 1996. So it's been with me for 25 years. And, uh, you know, you have to learn how to embrace it, accept it. And it's been a long yeah. journey for myself. But for you, when were you diagnosed? I was diagnosed with dyslexia at the age of nine, when I was third grade of, uh, yes, elementary school. Yes, elementary. Uh, and uh, I had a really hard time with uh, my dyslexia and my learning. I'm also uh, diagnosed with dyscalculia and dysgraphia. And um, yes, for me, that was a really hard journey because I didn't get proper support in school. And uh, I can say my um, school emotional life was really... Um, in that time damaged, I can say. And it was really hard to, for me to live with my dyslexia and everything. It wasn't easy, but uh, 
as I said, I um, I had support and I have support from my mother. She's a really big part of my page and uh, my little dyslexia community. And I'm uh, really happy because about three years ago, I changed totally my mindset about dyslexia and about life and everything. And yes, um, it is, uh, I, I had really hard journey, but yes, today I'm really happy person because I'm really happy that I'm dyslexic. That's amazing. And, you know, it's so important to have that support system. And my support system was my parents to always never give up, to keep going and to embrace your, your gift, which is dyslexia and really make it into something and find your creativity. So I'm glad you were able to, you know, have that support as well. It's so important. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. And I'm really happy for you because uh, it's really important that, uh, as you said, support system and that your parents support you and be with you. And that is really, really good. And I'm really happy when I heard something like that, when people have support and when they keep going. That is really good. For sure. Thank you. What is a barrier you face when it comes to learning? Oh, (laughs) when are you dyslexic? Learning is really hard because you need time to learn everything. And um, it is really hard uh, because um, learning is a really important part of our life. We need to learn. And when you learn, you get new knowledge and everything, new informations. And um, for me, it was really hard to read normally because I'm dyslexic I always um, need more time to learn something and um, I'm not able to learn um, in traditional way of schooling and that is really hard when are you dyslexic and for me um, I find my own way of learning that is multisensory learning I use all my senses in my learning I use my strengths to to get more or new knowledge and for me uh, learning is beautiful thing but uh, when you learn how to learn with your dyslexia that is like really big thing and for me I uh, when I look myself now in school I need more time to read something to understand that and uh, I really need time and it's uh, sometimes it's hard to read some new word and uh, write something do some calculations it's so hard sometimes and frustrating but uh, when you find your way and um, and when you organize yourself and when are you motivated to improve your knowledge and learning. And when you have positive thoughts in your mind, you can succeed with your dyslexia, but you need work really hard on yourself. Yes. I definitely agree with you. And it's the learning process. It's asking for more time and being able to ask for more time. And sometimes it can be very difficult while being in school because, you know, in school growing up, I did have little resources, but in other countries, they may not. So they're trying to figure out why do you need extra time if they don't know that you have dyslexia and everything. So 
it's really difficult for a lot of people who are dyslexics around the world or have that learning disability because it's, yes. you know, it's crucial. In, and yes, in Croatia is a really hard situation with dyslexia because most of teacher, they don't have enough education about dyslexia and about learning differences. And that is really big problem because some teachers, they are okay, you have dyslexia, I will try my best to help you. And others are like, oh, that doesn't exist, I don't care, and you need to work harder, you need work harder, maybe you're just lazy or spoiled. And that is really hard when you live every day that you are lazy, that you are a failure, and that is really hard and our emotional side really suffer because of that. Yes. Yes. And with the emotional side, there's the mental health side of things that yes. Yes. we have to live through as well during these times, especially when we're yes. trying to get something done or we're trying to figure out like, how do I you know, start this project or finish it? How has it impacted your mental health? Oh, dyslexia, um, dyslexia has really big influence on my mental health uh, because when you don't get proper support in school and when people don't accept your dyslexia, it's really hard because they don't understand you. Yes, it's hard to understand dyslexia, but you can try to understand that. And uh, for me, that, that was really really hard and um i was not now i'm 19 years old i was diagnosed when i was nine and i'm 10 years yes i have 10 years of um i have 10 years i'm 10 years diagnosed with dyslexia i'm 10 years okay it was really hard. I didn't get proper support. Uh, anyone didn't understand me. I didn't learn on my own way of learning. I didn't know how to learn. And that uh, really affect, affected me as person. And I was re, um, when, um, if someone met me about three years ago, <laughs> you will, you will meet some different person because I was so negative, so frustrated, angry and depressed and anxious because of my dyslexia, because I didn't get proper help and I didn't know how to learn. And uh, in first grade of my high school, I had one situation with my teacher and that was really hard time for me. And, um, in that time, my mom and I, we started to learn about dyslexia. We started to research everything about the dyslexia. And I find my way of learning and my mental health become better. I become more happier, more confident, more... I become totally different person. And that is really, really important when you realize that you are you are not just person with weaknesses because when you're dyslexic you think oh i have just weaknesses and that's me i'm i don't have strengths but when i realize that i have my own strengths yes i have weaknesses but i have strengths that really changed my life 
because I become totally different and I start use them and that really changed my life. Yes, it was my journey with dyslexia was really hard. And now it's really good because I met so many incredible people like you and uh, so many other dyslexics who who are really inspiration for other dyslexic people Mm -hmm. to keep going, to keep fighting and don't give up. Everything in life is positive and negative. But you choose how you will look at that. And that is really important. We decide what we will to do in our life. And um, yes, we are in center of our life. Exactly. And I love that because it's true. Like when you meet other people, because when I started podcasting, I started searching up dyslexic communities, dyslexic influencers, and it was very little. Like I found you, I found three other ones. And it was really awesome to see, you know, that awareness because we need more awareness and remove that negative stigma that's around it. And, you know, because there's a lot of negativity around it. Like, you know, we're, we're regular human beings. We, yeah, we need extra time. We need, uh, we just need other resources to help us, but we can still do the job. It just, it takes us a little bit longer and we have to work a lot harder. So yeah. Yes. We, we need more time, but we can do something better and uh, different. And that uh, so many scientists and so many incredible people, uh, people are dyslexics dyslexic and that is really awesome because they show to others that uh, that you know you can succeed with dyslexia but with when people accept that and as i said they uh, they get proper support uh, support you you are like you are at the beginning of your journey to success. Yes, exactly. And it, and a lot of people don't have support. And yes. this is where you come in as an influencer and help others because you do change Thank people you so much. and Thank you're you doing so an amazing job because sometimes I look at your posts when I can, and I'm like, Oh my God, like you're, you're speaking my language. Like I understand, like it's it, cause it's hard when you talk to somebody else, they don't understand dyslexia. They don't understand what you go through so when I see your post I'm just like oh my gosh I you get it too (laughs) thank you so much I'm so happy when I hear something like that when I hear someone to say to me you help me and oh my god thank you thank you I won't cry but thank you so so much that really makes me happy because I know that I changed someone's life, uh, someone's life. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. Because you've done a great job. And it's, it's amazing how you create these posts and you make it so motivating and you also educate people what it's like. And, you know, you're just at the beginning and you just got to keep going forward because you are going to have something big and big. So Oh my God. Keep pushing. Keep pushing. I know you you'll get there. Thank you so much. Thank you. Really. 
<laughs> so what do we need to change to ensure dyslexics have the support they need? We need, first thing, what we need to do, we need um, support other dyslexics. We need support them to start to talk about their dyslexia. When they start to talk about their problem with dyslexia and their strengths and everything, that will change everything because most of dyslexics, they uh, hide their dyslexia. They don't want to talk about that. And um, when are you dyslexic? Um, that is like shame because you don't know how to read, but that doesn't matter. You need to be a good person. That doesn't define you as person. You, when are you a good person? People will always help you and be with you and we first need to learn other dyslexics to talk about their dyslexia. Then we dyslexics together need to learn society about dyslexia. And when society accepts dyslexia as normal condition, when society will support us, look at us as normal human beings, that will make a really big difference. But in that whole process, we also need educate teachers about that, parents, and so many other people, because they can change someone's life. When are this, when when some parent know, oh, dyslexia is that, 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 that parent can see their child. Oh my, oh my God, my child is dyslexic, and that is really. Big thing because uh, a child can be early diagnosed, and uh, they that child can get proper support. Uh, support, and uh, yes, we can change some. We can change someone's life, and uh, when when we change our society, and uh, society like view on dyslexia we can change education system, everything. We can change so many lives. And it's really important if you're dyslexic, if you have Instagram account, write your experience, write your story with dyslexia. Maybe your best friend doesn't, doesn't know that you are dyslexic because that you can change someone's life. And if you're dyslexic, sit and write about that, please, because we dyslexics can change someone's life. We first, and then comes parent, teachers, and others. Yes. I definitely agree. It's a, it comes down to the awareness and education of others and make it feel comfortable here in Canada so you know they've created a lot of onboarding training when you find any job you have to do like a physical disability how to you know talk to people and then there's the learning disability side that they've added about 10 years ago and so when I saw that I said wow the government's really putting into consideration of learning differences because everybody's got a different learning differences and yes, so yeah they've they've created uh policies and rights for people with learning dis uh, differences. So this way, 
something does happen at your job and you've tried so much and you know they don't want to have you on their team because you're not performing there is policies in place now that it can help you kind of you know throughout that time when they let you go or you know you can go into legal action depending so they're really putting laws in place for other dyslexics too and you know people with learning differences to really be protected because you know it's we're finally getting there but there's not enough and yes a lot of organizations are really pushing for that awareness Yes, and with with that organizations, we also need to every individual needs to put effort and change society and uh, everything about um, dyslexia, and uh, that is really good uh, what you have in Canada. That is a really great thing because we in Croatia we don't have that. Most of people think here that dyslexia is just in ch- um, like childhood and that you grown up dyslexia. Most of people think that dyslexia is not real, that we are spoiled. And most of people think here uh, like dyslexia doesn't exist. That is not real. You're spoiled. You're lazy. And that is really hard when you have some adult with dyslexia and when he or she comes uh, to work and uh, they need to be quiet because most of people don't understand that and maybe they will be fired because they are dyslexic that is really hard and uh, I'm I'm like only person in Croatia who is really open about dyslexia And uh, I can say I'm only one. Most of people are quiet. They don't want to talk about that. That is shame. I'm not, I don't feel shame because I'm different. I'm a different person. We are all different. When you look someone's face, we are different. Our mindset is different. Everything is different. And I always said the world will be boring if we are same. Mm Yes, and people are like, here, it's really hard to be dyslexic. And um, I met some adults, and I I have some teachers, and I can see some of them, I think they have dyslexia, mm. but they, they are, like, really good in hiding that mm. because you can't be teacher and dyslexic. Mm-hmm. That is no... And um, it's really hard in Croatia uh, to be around the world. It's hard to be dyslexic, yes. but here in Croatia we have like really hard situation. Wow! And, uh, some teacher, some teachers, you you can get proper support from some teacher, but from other no. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's really really big problem. And I also have a creation um, dyslexia account on creation and yeah. I write like basics about dyslexia basic things because uh, I talk uh, with uh, one guy I had li- I had live mm-hmm. yesterday and 
Most of people here in Croatia, when they describe dyslexia, they use that fancy scientific uh, words. Mm. And most of parents don't understand that word. Mm. Some st- speech therapists will understand that word, but some parent who, is, uh, who isn't in that area, he won't. And when they uh, read about dyslexia, you're like, my child doesn't have future. It's mm. over because he is bad in reading. He is bad in writing. He is bad in math. Um, he can't spell. And that is really big thing because you need reading for life, mm-hmm. for learning, for education. And yes, most of people with dyslexia here don't have good job. They don't have high pay jobs. And that is really hard. And yeah. I won't change that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, thank you for sharing your experience yes. because yes. it's so different. And here I'm so grateful to have a job that supports me yes. with my dyslexia and supports me with the things that I need. And they suggest d- tips to help me out. So I'm very fortunate with really the- good. I'm, yeah. I'm really happy to hear that. Yeah. Yes. And, you know, it it's fantastic. Yeah. And it's, I've been grateful in the past previous jobs too, to have that support. There was a couple of them that I didn't have the support and, you know, there was, there was a lot happening there, but you know, it's, it saddens me, makes me sad because, you know, everybody outside of the world is struggling with this. And I remember speaking to a woman in Nigeria who became an ambassador for Nigeria because she says growing up, it was really hard. It was, you know, people did not want to hear about it. And if you have dyslexia, she wouldn't even be able to go to school and she wouldn't be allowed. And, you know, her father had to fight and say, no, like, you know, she has to be in school. She's very smart. She may not be smart on paper, but when she talks, yes, it's incredible. And it's, you know, it makes me sad to hear that. And, you know, now she's become an ambassador for her country and fought for her country to make this, you know, to make change. And beautiful story. It's yeah. really beautiful story and really great story because people think when you don't know how to read, um, you're not able to do anything in your life. And that is totally silly. I can say, because it's same if someone doesn't know how to cook, he's not able to do something in in life. And that is totally insane. Why? Because, because you don't know how to read, you are stupid. No, you can say same thing for person who doesn't know how to cook or sing or mm-hmm. uh, drive a car. Mm-hmm. It's same. It's totally same. Reading and sa- is same as cooking. Yeah. And uh, when someone doesn't know how to cook, people are like, oh, I don't care. But when someone doesn't know how to read, oh, he's stupid. No, mm-hmm. that is totally false. No, yeah. we are smart. I know how to cook, but I don't know how to read. It's same with person who doesn't know how to cook, but <laughs> he or she know how to read. It's mm-hmm. same. It's totally same. And when I said that, most of people are like, oh, it's not same. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. 
we we are not same someone is good and cooking someone is good and reading and learning someone is good at i don't know in art and people need to be aware of that yeah a hundred percent everybody needs to be aware of that and you know I agree with you. It's almost as the same as cooking. It's that same concept. You can't do anything or if you don't know how to do a skill, you learn how to do it. You are, but we are all different people. That's a great thing you mentioned earlier. We are all different people. We are unique. We have different strengths. We are very creative in our own way and we just have to embrace it and show it more. So I've use my creativity to, you know, have different jobs and be able to, you know, make something out of myself. But it's just sometimes it gets difficult. And what helps you navigate your dyslexia? I, uh, I'm really lucky because, as I said, um, I have that really big support from my mom. And we talk. She's dyslexic also. My brother is dyslexic. My grandma is dyslexic. And my grand-grandma was dyslexic. Wow. Yes. <laughs> my dyslexia runs in family. And uh, we are all dyslexic. I w- I'm only diagnosed with dyslexia. I'm really connect. My mom and I, we have really that connection we are friends we talk about everything and when i had when i have hard times talk with her and we try we we every time try to find way how to manage with something for me like really important thing when i have that support system from from someone Yes, I I talk with her. I learn about my dyslexia. When I learn something new, I find myself and I start uh, I, uh, I start to think about that and uh, I find new way of do something. And uh, I use my creativity and my imagination and visualization to do something. And when I learn, I it's sometimes hard because um, when are you dyslexic, you need five five times more energy to read something or to learn something. And I'm nurse student, and sometimes it's really hard to learn for me because we have uh, that latent words, and we need to know them and understand them, and that is hard for me because you need to read them understand them and then learn them and you become frustrated but when you know uh, what is your way of learning and uh, in what way you learn that is hard but you cope with that and it's much easier to learn and yes for me is really important that support system and uh, our community on instagram is really important for me because you are some kind some kind of support system for me mm-hmm. um, when i have support from my instagram followers uh, and when i read sorry uh, some dyslexia story that really like makes me keep going work hard and 
just keep going and be brave and don't give up. And yes, if you are dyslexic, also go on uh, internet, find uh, communities on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. You have so many similar people as you are and that is really uh, great and I'm so happy because we support each other and that is great. Yes. It's true. It's true. And it, we become uh, like a little family. We can share, we can message, we can talk. I know I was part of a group called I Dyslexic and it's formed yeah. in the UK and it was so interesting. It's an app that you can download. There were so oh, many people. I know. You know that know one? That. Yes. I will research that up. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's a big community from all over. I think it started in the UK. So there's people from Ireland, Wales, parents, uh, teachers. There is uh, some students who are just sharing information. If they have a question, people just come in and help each other. Um, it was very neat. Yeah, it was very neat to be part of the app. And, you know, with time, I don't have much time to be on it because it was it was so interesting to see, like, you yes. know, people pulling out articles or people from the States in the app. So it's very nice to have that community. And it's true. Right. Like, we need to be there for each other. Yes, I totally agree. I totally agree with that. And it's really important to support each other and uh, to talk about our dyslexia. Um, and I learned so many things from other dyslexics. Every, of, uh, every dyslexic uh, person has um, his own way of learning. And that is great. And you can learn uh, some new things, how to learn something, or um, I learn English and I learn Eng English through YouTube and Instagram. When I was learning my English uh, through schooling, uh, for me it was really hard because we uh, do grammar, spelling, uh, and all kinds of things, and that was really hard for me. And when I discover Instagram, when I discover YouTube, my English become better i need improve my english but it uh, become more and much better than than before and i'm really happy because we dyslexic in 21st uh, century we're really lucky because we have technology we can use that technology we have phones uh, and youtube and uh, Google and you can Google it, find some information and that is great. We are really lucky because we have that technology. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And I'm so happy for you and grateful that you started this community on Instagram. And what is one advice you can give someone out there who's dyslexic and, you know, is not positive, looking to give up? How, what is one thing you can help them out? I, uh, I write on paper like four things that, uh, that uh, they are really important for me. Mm -hmm. First one, as I said, is thinking positive. Mm -hmm. Because when are you positive, that is first step. Like you can manage with everything. Second one is learning about yourself and about your dyslexia. As I said, my story uh, with dyslexia 
my story with dyslexia awareness started about three years ago and I started to learn everything about dyslexia. In that time, I started to learn about myself. And if you're dyslexic, don't be like, it doesn't matter. No, sit on the internet, Google, dyslexia, Google it and research your dyslexia because you will find yourself. After that uh, comes self-care, self-love, self-esteem and self-respect. When you have that four things, that is really important for you because when you do first two, two steps, all of that self-words come growing. You become more happier and um, you become different person. And then fourth step is awareness about your weaknesses and about your strengths. When are you aware of your weaknesses we are aware we are professionals we know i'm i'm not good and this and that but we don't know our strengths and learn about your strengths and learn how to improve them when you learn how to improve them you will become better and happier person as i said and um I'm, I'm really good verbal expression and communication with people. And I started to watch YouTube uh, interviews, uh, Oprah and so many other people. And I watch them and I learn from them how to improve my communication skills and uh, improve your strengths and also learn about your weaknesses and yes that is what i can say for some dyslexic person yes that's fantastic and again thank you so much for your time norda and for everything that you shared and i cannot wait to see more of what you do with this amazing community that you started through instagram but where can the listeners find you on social media? Uh, you can find me on Instagram. My Instagram account is uh, norda.dyslexia.global. Uh, and you can find me there. I'm only on Instagram. And uh, yes, I do my job on Instagram and I will keep going and keep learning uh, about dyslexia and you can find me on Instagram. Yes. Perfect. And to all the listeners out there, everything is going to be in the show notes. Make sure you check out her Instagram page, or if you know somebody that can benefit from motivation or community for dyslexia or learning differences, please send the link over She's very inspirational, motivational. And I, again, Norda, I cannot wait to see what you do more in the future. Um, thank you so much. Thank you so much. <laughs> no, thank you. Like, this has been so awesome. It's so awesome. You, thank you. You said so many beautiful things. And I'm so, so happy because of that. And thank you so much for this nice con conversation and for having me here and i wish you all the best and i wish to all listeners out there all the best as same and keep learning dear people about yourself 
and keep keep going keep dreaming keep working <laughs> don't give up yes don't give up exactly thank you again yes. and thank to all you. my listeners out there thank you for tuning in on another episode of a little bit of everything with me and that's all we have for now i'm anthony and i'm jessica with the beautiful feet podcast hey it's your boy bromar host of the bromar show hello everyone it's the coupon queen pen from the CQP Moments Podcast. What's up, everybody? This is your boy, Ken, a.k.a. The Gentleman of the Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast. Hi, this is Stephanie Valente, your local massage therapist. Yeah. And you're, you're listening, listening, to listening to a little bit of everything, everything with Angelica. Angelica. That's it for now. And thank you for tuning in on another episode of a little bit of everything with me. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Just don't forget to rate, review and subscribe on the podcast platform that you're listening to.